Are you angry? Sad? Frustrating? Repressing that hatred? Well, have you tried yelling? Makes you feel good? (laughs) Intends to scare young children and cats. Yelling. It's like talking, but louder. I I thought you were about to say, are you angry? Sad? Have you tried joining the Sith? No. That's not it. Ah. There we go. They didn't ask us. Was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. And now, here are your hosts, Jay Crowder and John Mueller. So I have to Google something and I forgot what it was. Maybe you should Google it and see. What was What was my question? What was I thinking? I mean, they know everything else. Yeah, that's... You're not wrong. No. Well, welcome back to episode number 13 of They Didn't Ask Us. We're so glad to have you back. We don't really have a theme for this episode. (laughs) So here we go. We did our best. We did. We didn't know what to do. There's not a whole lot out right now that we really wanted to see. And there's really not a whole lot that like really fits with our... Um, genre yeah or, or do you say niche or niche because i've heard it both ways i would say niche okay yeah that's the great sean spencer once said i've heard it both ways <laughs> yeah we talked about that earlier i oh, psych was such a great show it was before it's time that would have been a network show if it was made now oh yeah for sure not a pay cable not a, well not pay cable but like a cable show yeah of course you can now watch it all on hulu i think or amazon i think it's amazon Dadgummit, I was hoping it was Hulu. I was like, I mean, you can do solo this episode. I'm going home. <laughs> Got, what is it, seven seasons? Eight seasons? Uh, I can't remember off yeah. the top of my head. I know the last like season, I think it is, is not very good. Or I didn't enjoy it anyway. Sink or swim, we're diving. So first up is the news. Of course, the whole thing might whole just thing, be yeah, news. It might just be news. There, I mean, there are some, some big announcements this week, so... Well, let's start with the top thing. This actually was just released yesterday. Um, Bob Iger is stopping, or not stopping, but um, stepping down, stepping down as CEO of Disney. He got he got Randy Orton. He did know, RKO out of nowhere. Apparently, this was planned though. I've read reports that it was planned, but not, not this scheduled. soon. It was planned, but not scheduled. Would be how I would say it. Planned, but not scheduled. Okay. So it was like, there was a working plan, and then he was just like, we have a plan, right? Deuces. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, we all know Bob, right? Pretty close personal friends. Oh, he's a great guy. That's how he talks. He's just, he chucks up the deuces, like, let's get out of here. Let's do it. Just kidding. That's, I've never met that man, I probably never will, especially after. He's uh, such a nice guy. Such a nice guy. (laughs) Yeah. I think we're going to go play golf on Sunday, so... Uh, but yeah, so he's he's out of it, which is a little bit shocking just considering how much he's done for Disney just over the past couple years now. He did Pixar, Fox. Um, so you look at his acquisitions. Sony. But he probably Marvel. would have done Sony, Fox, Marvel, Star yeah. Wars. Star Wars, yeah. I mean, that right. was all him. So that's pretty... That's a that's pre- billions of dollars. That's a good, that's a good resume right yeah. there. Where do you go from there, though? Like, yeah... I want to move on to something bigger and better than the CEO of the largest entertainment corporation in the world. Personally, I almost wonder if he's just kind of like, like he had a dollar amount that he wanted to make and he hit it. And then he was like, well, um, I think I'm going to retire now. 
I mean, if you were interested in sharing, uh, Bob, close personal friend, Bob, um, <laughs> I'll send you my address, my bank account. You oh, can just I'll send him my PO box. I'm direct, not going to tell him my address. Direct, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, he's Disney, so he already knows it, but of course he does. You subscribed, didn't you? To Disney Plus, so he's got it all. I kind of wonder sometimes, like George think, Orwell, right there. Do you think Google knows me better than my wife does? <laughs> I don't really want to think about that's, that either. That's a good question. Do you tell your wife everything? Because you I mean, tell feel, Google lots of things. I feel like I tell her more than I tell Google, but I tell Google like really random things. Like Google will be like, "Hey, did you know your husband was looking up like who was the actor of this minor character and?" season three of the show from 20 years ago yeah and then she'd be like why do i care google would be like why did he care these are questions we have to ask ourselves (laughs) it's taken over i mean we we have a mutual friend who he is 100 percent against google he only buys apple products i won't say his name over the and we're back yeah that was something sorry we Um. got we started talking about the actual person that we were not naming so that's yeah, why that's, it seems like there's this odd cut. That's on me. Um, I, the, the curiosity got the better of me. I flew too close to the sun and my wings melted. So, Speaking like, of flying, Star Wars. <laughs> what a segue. Oh, yeah, tried. Star Wars. Star Wars. Um, so apparently new movie might possibly be in the works um, and being written by J.D. Dillard. Uh, this is the same guy that did... Did I say that right? I don't know the name, to be honest with you. I think you're right, because I remember seeing, like, straight out of Compton, screenwriter, rumored for Star Wars. Yeah. And I remember hearing decent things about that movie. It's just not my cup of tea, so to speak. So I would be intrigued, but at the same time, I was intrigued by Ryan Johnson, because I loved Looper so much, so... yeah. Well, you know, stuff like that can definitely bite you. His movies are things like Slight, uh, Sweetheart, Stray, Judy Goose, The Exchange. I've never seen any of these movies. Those are real movies? Those are movies. Mm. That's what it says. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. You know, I'm sure that he's... I mean, it Competent. won a lot of awards. <laughs> yeah. So. Honestly, at this point... That's all I'm hoping for, is competent. Just make a good movie. I don't care who writes it. You get it. Would you rather have a good writer and a bad director, or a bad writer and a good director? Ooh, see, that's a good question. That's because, a movie question right there. Yeah. Um, well, I think I would have to go with good director, because I feel like a bad writer... You know what? No. I'm going to say good. It's got to be a good writer. That's like, for a sports metaphor, can you have a good coach on a bad team? And can you have a bad, like, can you have good players and a bad coach? Like, who would you rather have? I'd rather have good players and a bad coach. So in that sense, I would rather have a good writer and a bad director. Because that way, it's. I feel like it's really easy to say, like, look at the stuff, you know, these people were given. They did well, but, like, the shots and the framing of, like, the directing of it is poor. Yeah. When we go back and look at, speaking of Star Wars, we go back and look at the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the writing to it's me that writing. breaks it down. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest flaw. Like, I know a lot of people complained because it seemed like the technology was, like, more advanced during this pre-Star Wars, you know, pre-trilogy era and stuff. But, honestly, it was, like, that didn't bother me as much as 
the... Anakin, you're going down a road that I can't follow. It's my best Natalie Portman. That was great. You nailed it. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, um, how about this new era that we've got? I'm so excited. The High Republic era uh, was just released uh, Monday. It was, it was released the last week of February. Yeah. Um, I watched the... I'll call it a teaser video. It's an announcement, but it's not really announcing anything yet because it's still very pre-planning phase. Definitely. Um, but the thing that fascinates me is the concept of it crossing media. Yes. So the the fact that you can have comic books and kids books and full-on novels existing in the same world with like video games and potentially like animated movies, like straight-to-disc mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Um, that's really fascinating to me. It's very ambitious. I'm I'm excited to see how, you know, one thing they say in that video that they released, um, which you can actually watch on our Facebook page. Uh, we posted the video on there. But the video, they talk about how there's going to be something for everybody. And that, that part really excites me, too. You know, there's like kind of like what you said. There's going to be stuff for the little kids, but then there's also going to be stuff for the adults too. There's going to be novels, comics. You know, there's lots of potential, and I, you know they're probably going to start out slow and small because they want to make sure that it's going to be successful first. Right. Um, which I feel like it will be, but I like the concept that it's Knights of the Round Table against Vikings. That part really I mean, I intrigued feel- me. I mean, I know that er- those two, at least in history, those two parts don't really add up because, I mean, unless I'm mistaken, Vikings were way before Knights of the Round Table, correct? I think so, but I don't know. But at the same time, I mean, I have a very rudimentary history in terms of the Vikings specifically, um, but I feel like in a Vikings versus Knights of the Round Table war, Vikings would win. I would think so. I would expect they're like, much they're more just, brutal. Exactly. <laughs> they're like they don't care. However, at the same time, another way that they explained it is like the Jedi during this time were kind of like the Texas Rangers of the Wild West, where they would go out into the galaxy and like kind of patrol these unlawful areas of so you're saying the galaxy. You know, coming 2022 to Disney Plus, Walker Space Ranger. Oh my gosh. Starring Chuck Norris. Yes. And he's a Jedi. <laughs> and that's everything that the world needs. Yeah, I would yeah, I would be on board for yeah. that oh, easily. Yeah. I need that to ha- I need that in my life. Walker Space Ranger. Yeah. I need Star Wars Chuck Norris, please. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Do you think so they so the, the concept of doing stuff for all ages. Do you think eventually Disney Plus, and I guess in this vein, Star Wars specifically, will ever get to a point where they have, like, not necessarily TV mature content, but, like, edgier content. Because, like, WandaVision is supposed to lead into Multiverse of Madness, and Multiverse of Madness is supposed to be, like, a straight-up horror movie. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's a very good question. Um, I know that... Disney has always been family-focused. A part of me believes that they won't ever fully change that, and they're always going to try to remain family-friendly. However, at the same time, they have said that they are going to make Deadpool, 
And from what I've heard, it's going to be rated R. So, and as far as I know, they don't have any rated R content on Disney Plus currently. But I guess it might get to that point where, you know, they have like a rated R section to the Disney Plus, you know? I don't know. That's a good question where you might have to like put in, if you have kids, you know, like put in a pin or something. Or like how like Netflix has a kid's account, even on mine, and we don't have any kids. Yeah. So when we log into our personal profiles, you know, nothing is age restricted. But if you go into the kid's account, I imagine everything is age restricted. Well, Disney Plus actually has has a child, like, in the app, you can, like, for example, Antonio has like his own little icon that he can click on and it's strictly just child stuff. So they kind of already have that in a way. So they have the filter set up, but they don't have like the, I'm trying to come up with a good way to word this, like the, the really challenging, uh, yeah, they don't have a lock. They don't have like a lock on it. Well, they wouldn't have anything that would like, they don't have anything HBO. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they don't have anything graphic in terms of, like, violence or sex or language. Not yet. And, and like you're saying, potentially never. Potentially never, but I could see them maybe... Maybe, like, Disney Plus Plus. This one's for adults. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's plusser than plus. Yeah. Gosh, I should have gone into marketing. This is gold. (laughs) Well, I don't know why they called it Disney Plus to begin with. They should have called it the Magical World of Disney or something. I think they were too brand focused. Yeah. Because there's also ESPN Plus. Oh, right. So they were just kind of tying everything under the same style of umbrella. And you can't really have like the Magical World of Hulu. Like it doesn't quite roll off (laughs) the tongue. Magical World of ESPN. (laughs) I mean, that would would get my attention, I'll be honest with you. I'd be like, what is... (laughs) What is this? What is this? I have some questions. <laughs> well, uh, staying with Disney, which, you know, they own pretty much everything now anyway, but uh, Spider-Man 3 now has a working title, which I thought was very interesting. Serenity Now is the working title that they have. I immediately, Firefly Season 2 confirmed. Well, I, <laughs> I immediately <laughs> think of, and the cat snuck in. I immediately think of um, Seinfeld. It was supposed to be a, a... I saw a headline that said it was a Seinfeld-inspired working title. But that didn't... I didn't read the article because I didn't watch Seinfeld. So it meant nothing to me. Oh. Serenity now! I would assume that is a thing. It is. It is a thing. And most most Seinfeld friends... Or fans. Not friends. But fans got it. For sure. Alright, Bailey. Well, while we're... You want to get the cat? Yeah, I'm going to get the cat. It's out of the bag, and we want it out of the room. You want to say something? (laughs) (sighs) Looks like I'll be the least favorite host on the pod today. After Jay and Bailey the cat. (laughs) Please excuse me while I get the cat out out of the room. Get to the back of feline. <laughs> <sighs> okay, we're back. And I'm back. We're, so, the, so Spider-Man 3. I feel weird calling it Spider-Man 3. I do too. Um, so Tom Holland Spider-Man number 3 the, has a working title. 
Spider-Man Part 3. They call it like they call it Homecoming Part 3, which doesn't feel right. Like I've seen it referred to as Homecoming Part 3 to differentiate it from Sam Raimi and Amazing Spider-Man. You could say Marvel Spider-Man Part 3. Oh, that's just rubbing it in. It's just saying like, "Hey, guess what? Y'all are Cinderella and we're the favorite children over here." Like, well, you know, actually, I'm glad you brought that up because it looks like he might actually be the director for the Multiverse of Multiverse Madness. of Madness. And so, everyone's on board. That's the and, craziest thing about it to me. Well, it, it just kind of brings in more of the theory of, do you think that they could actually swing <laughs> Spider-Man back from... <laughs> I'm ashamed and jealous at the same time. Like, it's a really weird place emotionally. <laughs> I know you're usually the one cranking out the puns. Yeah, this is rough. Uh, well, the... Um, you know, because then you could actually bring... Wow, what's his name? Spider-Man? Well, not Spider-Man. Venom? The guy that played Spider-Man. Toby Tobey Maguire. You could actually bring his Spider-Man back. As a live-action Spider-Verse? Yeah, and then there's also thought that, you know, maybe they'll go ahead and allow him to make his Spider-Man 4 that he never got to make, too. Hmm. That would be really interesting. Of course, Tobey Maguire is much older now. I was now. about to say, Spider-Man 4, 20 years later. Yeah, like, I don't really know how well that would work for him. Yeah. I feel like at this point, that's probably just best left as a, huh, what if? I think so, too. Now, there has been people that have said before, hey, they should make a comic. I would be on board with that. That would work, too, because that's not dependent on the age of a certain set of actors. Exactly. So it's, theoretically, as long as they got the right creative people behind it. Go ahead and and bring in, yeah, the script that he was originally going to do and just convert it into a comic book. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. So this rabbit trail kind of got started with the the new Spider-Man movie's working title. Yes, sorry. I saw that the Obi-Wan show has a working title. Oh, yeah? Called Pilgrim. Pilgrim. So, uh, so Obi-Wan is John Wayne. I was about to say, is That's, John Wayne going to appear in yes, this? Yes, every character is going to be played by John Wayne CGI. <laughs> and I, the worst part is I would watch that show. Oh, yeah. I would 100% watch john wayne star wars edition i would love to see john wayne in a star wars movie or a show that'd be fantastic he would shoot first i'll say that oh yeah he wouldn't even think about it but the the thought that i saw in the article i read is that you know he's hunted so he's having to stay on the move and stay low profile and so the kind of a pilgrim style life yeah is probably what they would try to capture that makes sense i can see that I just hope it's more exciting than that. Like, I don't want to just see six episodes of Ewan McGregor riding an animal across the desert. Like, I don't want to watch Lawrence of Arabia again. Once was enough. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a little bit nervous about the Obi-Wan show right now. Like, I, I want it to be good so bad, but because I want it, I feel like I'm putting too much expectation on it. And I'm just going to be disappointed. Because I already have like the idea of what I want in my head. And I know that they are they may not do it that way. So I don't understand for me. like As much as I want the show to be amazing. Between what happens in Rebels and A New yeah, Hope. Yeah. What is there to do? Yeah. That was my thought too. Because when they said they were going to make an Obi-Wan movie originally. I thought, okay, I can see that. But at the same time rebels kind of beat them to the punch as far as like 
that would have been a really good ending to that movie would be him going face to face with Darth Maul. They already did that. Yeah. Rebels is canon, isn't it? I believe so, unless they go back and just say, oh, hey, remember that one scene? <laughs> that didn't happen. I hate, I just don't like when stuff gets retconned. Yeah. Like, and it's super obvious like that. Like, if you can subtly retcon something, I'm on board. Sure. I don't know. Something like that. I feel like it would take a creative wizard to go back on it and it not fail. That's so wizard, Annie. Hey, you said it. You said it. I'm, I'm so upset. We've made entirely too many prequel references. I'm so glad I that you... I can't believe we opened that jar. Jar. <laughs> on the binks of destruction right now we're really doing our ahmed best oh yeah that's right i just went meta because that's the guy who played jar jar <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> okay i'm glad you brought up retcon like are you going trying to, to <laughs> trying to <laughs> change things that have already happened or like saying oh yeah remember this thing like that's not canon anymore or whatever let's talk about dc comics it's a very serious conversation i feel like there's been some things that have come up with dc comics that i feel like are is very important and that we need to talk about Mm -hmm. so dc comics is decided to come up with this new idea they've had so many different things happen. They've had Flashpoint. Well, let's see. I guess first they had what? Kingdom Come. Was that their first like major? Was that before or after universe? Final Crisis? Oh, Final Crisis. You're right. Final Crisis was nineties, eighties, nineties. I'm not I don't even know. sure. So we had that was like the first universe shattering thing. You had Crisis, then you had uh, Flashpoint. And you had New 52. And Rebirth. You had Rebirth. Well, now they're going to do something else. Because apparently DC Comics, the sales are down. For comic books, anyway. And let's be honest, they're not doing very hot with movies either. And they need something to get people out there buying comics again. So they're trying this thing that they're calling 5G. And that's not for your cell phone. And that is not for your cell phone. That was both of our initial confusions. I was so confused. I thought, why is AT&T's 5G so important with DC Comics? But what it really is, is AT&T, Time Warner, own DC Comics. And they're trying a 5th generation or 5G... And they're totally redoing everything again. Do you think maybe that's why DC is just not doing so hot? Because if you keep resetting everything and resetting everything... Did you, if you, have you ever watched um, The Good Place? Yeah. So you know how they just keep resetting Janet? Right. That's kind of what I feel like it's like. I was like, well, I mean, it's the same, but it's different. Yeah. Yep. And it's very interesting because we just had a Doomsday Clock, which the last issue of that, issue number 12, had 
a like future part that talked about how everything basically revolves around Superman and Superman is the one like he's the cornerstone of the whole DC universe and so they talked about how they just went through the next like really like 10 years and just said all the big events that are going to happen and from an interview that I read recently that is not just them. That wasn't just the writers saying, oh, hey, what if this happens? Or what if this happens? That was happens? the actual creative that plan? That is the actual creative plan. I kind of hate that. And that's actually what's going to happen to the DC Universe between now and I think it was 2028. So the next eight years. They already have planned out. I kind of hate that. There's no room for... like fluid creative decisions so their plan is is they're totally revamping the heroes they're what they're gonna do is see basically here's the here all right here we go here's the here's the complaint that they've got is dc comics has always had the same heroes Mm -hmm. and here's the thing about those heroes they have never aged over all the years that they've been around 80 plus years, they have never aged the characters in the story. And for some reason, okay, I know what you're going to well, say. I was going to say like Dark Knight or uh, Dark Knight Returns was the Frank Miller Batman. Yeah, but was that but was that just a one-off or was Probably. that, you know, so that's kind of the the I like Batman argument. Beyond. I love Batman Beyond. Okay. So that's been their argument. <clears throat> and so they're like, these characters have never aged. Fifth generation, what it's going to be is all the heroes have actually aged. I don't like that. And, be, and, are, and are the age that they need to be. But they've gotten new people to fill in their shoes. But the thing that I don't like about it is, is it's not the people that you would expect. So instead of having one of the Robins as the new Batman, I'm very concerned. It's going to be a completely different person. I really don't like this. Or instead of having Jonathan Kent, who's the new Superboy, who's Superman's son, instead of having him be Superman, it's going to be somebody else is going to be in his shoes. And same thing with Diana and so on and so forth. I really don't like anything about that. Well, I feel like that's a very easy way to just do diversity for diversity's sake instead of introducing new heroes it's going to be like we're going to have you know this group represented as batman and then this group is going to be represented by like the flash well and you and i have talked about this off air that we both that that annoys us because it's like if it makes sense and it actually like continuity like it actually flows well now here's the thing if they do this and it actually ends up being really good, which I, I hope that that's what happens. I'm I'm all for it. But at the same time, like if it if it doesn't make sense, like why do it? You know, I don't I don't fall so much into if it doesn't make sense, but like square peg round hole. Yeah. So in that sense, if it doesn't fit, why do it? Yeah. Because and I mean again, we could be completely wrong about this, and it could be completely natural and flow very well but i don't expect it to as of right now it does not look like it's going to 
And so they're going to have, so it looks like they're going to have this 5G, but then they're going to also, which I'm, I'm still kind of confused about how this is going to work, but they're going to go ahead and have the current run that they're already doing. They're going to go ahead and keep doing those as well, but then they're also going to have this 5G group. So it's just... So it's like an alternate universe? No, it's... Because that, I think, could be really cool. It's, it's a... Okay, so here's their slogan right now for this 5G. Remember, everything matters, everything counts. That's their slogan right now for this 5G. What is that, like an elementary school fundraiser? Everything. everything, That's like a fourth grade science fair. Everything counts. Everything matters, unless it energies. Science joke. (laughs) Everything matters, everything counts. And so that's their slogan, basically saying, you know, don't... All the things that that have happened... And all the things that will happen, it's all, it's all true. Like, nothing doesn't count anymore. Mm, I feel like this is a really crazy sentence to say out loud, but I feel like it would be easier to wrap my mind about that being an alternate universe than one linear timeline. I agree. And that's, that to me is, I feel like where DC is falling flat is I feel like they're trying too hard to connect everything. And it, it to me, I think it is perfectly okay for things to not all be the same story. I feel like you can have you could have plenty of stories with just Batman, just Superman, just Diana, whatever, and like not have to have it connected with everything. On the flip side of that, though, if you do want to have it connected, if you're gonna start to build out you know, a universe like that. Think of it as like building a house. You know, your foundation has to go in first. Yeah. I mean, there are other things that have to go in first. Don't get me wrong. But for the sake of the metaphor, the foundation has to go in first. And the foundation has to go in right before you can start fleshing out your vision for the rest of the house. So in that sense, if the foundation of 5G goes in poorly then it sets itself up for failure. So if you look at, you referenced Flashpoint earlier, the Flashpoint book by itself is wonderful. Mm-hmm. I love the Flashpoint book. Yeah. But I never read any of the the spinoff ones. Right. Like Flashpoint Wonder Woman or Flashpoint Batman. Right. Flashpoint Superman, I feel like, would be super interesting. The foundation is good. So I have more faith in the branches of it i guess i don't know i couldn't come up with a better word so that would be my concern with 5g is that the foundation will be terrible Mm. yeah i don't know i'm nervous and here's why it's this is why it's really uh, this is what makes it matter what makes it matter so much is if this doesn't succeed then dc comics is done publishing publishing the publishing arm of DC Comics will close. There will be no According more. to what, what was it, Van Skyver? Yeah. Ethan Van Skyver, former, I guess former DC artist? I can't, I think he was an artist, yeah. He was, because he, he did art for part of Jeff Johns' Green Lantern run, which is how I know the name. Which Jeff Johns isn't there anymore either. He's that left blows too. my mind. He left and has created his own 
like production I, team. That see, I I didn't know that. That genuinely blows my mind. Yeah. He was because who was the other one? Didio. He le- he, he was kind of, he was fired actually. Yeah. So they're tanking basically. They are, and it, it they're tanking the season. Try to get LeBron in the draft. It 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 it's very it's it makes me nervous, and it makes me nervous because DC has always been my favorite as far as comic book series goes. I've always felt like they've had really good writing, and then. You know the heroes are awesome and the villains are fantastic and they've I've always they just definitely had like they've definitely had better villains yeah for me at least for their because if you match up their A list superheroes against Marvel's A list superheroes how many Marvel A list villains do you actually know yeah versus how many DC A list villains do you actually know right exactly so based on that. If you have better heroes and villains, I feel like you can have better conflict. And if you can have better conflict, you can have better storytelling. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, based on that, kind of like a flowchart aspect of it, I think DC has the potential to be better. I do too. They're just being, I would say, drastically mismanaged. I think so too. That's their that's their issue right now. Is they've really got to get their act together and they've got to work together as a team. And I, I don't think they're... I don't know. I think they're just they're so desperate right now that they're just grasping at whatever can might possibly work and they're not really thinking it through. And so it does make me sad to see that come to an end, but hopefully something will happen. I know that um there was a rumor and it was just purely rumor, but they were like Marvel might be interested in buying DC Comics and I'm like, yeah, I don't think that will happen. But it could, you know. That would probably be a best case scenario at this point. I really think it would. And, and I think Marvel would, I think then they would be able to, like, they would then own, I guess, I don't know if they would own those characters then. They would have to. Because, um, I mean, if you own DC, you own the rights to those characters. Right. So they might just start selling them off one by one. Kind of like what uh, Marvel did for a while, because that's how Sony acquired spider-man was because marvel was tanking and so they were like hey i'll be honest i have you know much more limited comic experience than i did when i was in college but i would want to see instead of them going to marvel i want to see them go to image Mm. images stuff is supposed to be really really good Hmm. now what about like is dark horse is that dc is that that's dc uh dark horse and vertigo i believe are like publishing arms of DC to try to get some of their other so that means, content. So that means they would be out too. I would think so. Oh my goodness. Or or those would sell. Like yeah. They would try to sell off Dark Horse or sell off Vertigo and those characters before. Like they would they would try to hold on to the the Justice League mainstays as long as they could. How obviously. How much money do you have in the bank right now? Maybe uh, maybe we could buy DC Comics. <laughs> Hey, uh, uh, Bob, good, close, personal friend. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to think that that might be a real thing, but I mean, it's a huge possibility. It is. It's sad to think about, too, because, I mean, if you look at the comic book content we've reviewed, most of it has been DC. Uh, And we're we're both, like in Marvel DC, we're both DC. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's a, a soft place in my heart for it. That could be broke. It could be broken. <laughs> that was fake crying. I'm sorry. You can't tell it because this is audio. 
but it was it was not convincing fake crying <laughs> i'm fine for now i got some other bad news about indiana jones so i mentioned bringing back shia labeouf well in in the <laughs> remember the last episode we talked about how they confirmed they are making a fifth one mm-hmm. i saw that um steven spielberg is out and he's not going to direct and right now the director uh james mangold from i know the name but i don't know what he's done logan and ford versus ferrari I've seen one of those movies. Okay. It was Logan. He is in the talks. He is in talks to replace Spielberg for Indiana Jones. I saw he's confirmed to be directing a season or an episode in season two of The Mandalorian. Oh, really? So Oh, that's gonna be an intense episode. I wonder episode. if that would be like a like a test run. Yeah, could be. Like, hey, guess what, dude? If this episode of The Mandalorian goes well, you're on the short list for Indiana Jones. Like, I'd do my best. Could be. I don't know. Uh, I was just, I don't know. I was just kind of shocked to just see that um, Steven Spielberg is out. And it, it might be that he, he got scared because of last time. Well, at the same time, though, like, what has Spielberg done recently other than be Spielberg? Well, I mean, he's always just been Spielberg. But, like, what was the last Spielberg movie you look at and you're just like, yeah, this one's a classic? Like, I can't think of one past, like, minority report in like 2001 2002 what movie was it that i watched recently and he directed it did he do hugo he did okay that would i really liked hugo he directed a movie that i watched recently and i remember at the end thinking oh that's why this movie is so good because i don't know i feel like nearly everything or actually, what, or was it Ron Howard? They both make good movies, but Ron Howard is one of those that he's directed so many different genres of movie. It's pretty amazing. Like, he did The Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. Uh, Ready Player One was Spielberg. Oh, see, I didn't like that at all. The Post. The Post? Uh, Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks. Oh, The yes. BFG, Bridge of Spies, Lincoln... Well, Lincoln was really good. Yeah, but that's all the way back in 2012. Okay. So what's his most recent? Most recent is uh, 2020. He is attached to the remake of West Side Story. Oh. And then before that was Ready Player One. Oh, see, I didn't like Ready Player One. What about Ron Howard? I'm trying to think of what movie it was that I watched. It was one that... Oh, it's killing me. I think at a certain point, you know, we're just going to have to get to a, a place where these directors and then soon to be after that these actors that you know we have not necessarily grown up with but grown up with this reputation of like oh yeah that's spielberg Mm -hmm. or like that's dicaprio they're going to phase out eventually so it's a matter of who's next and i mean if james mangold is next then i want him to end up with that same type of reputation like i want people to i want because this generation of filmmakers could have very well grown up saying i want to be a spielberg mm-hmm. and, that's true you know i want to find this generation's spielberg i mean not me personally but i want to encounter them i want to see their work i want to enjoy it in the same vein that i've enjoyed spielberg and i, I think we will eventually and you're right you're right because we do have to realize that you know these these actors these um different 
directors they're they are growing older and eventually they won't be here anymore and so somebody's got to kind of step into those shoes and be the next one of yeah you're you're right you're exactly right i think that it's it's got some possibility for sure i think it's going to be good no matter what though uh, and then, last but not least, as far as news goes, of course, now we're 45 minutes into the show and we're <laughs> we're still in news, but uh, Jurassic World uh, has their official title, Jurassic World 3, and it's going to be Jurassic World Dominion, which makes sense because... Well, I mean, Jurassic World Carcassonne was taken, so board game joke for you. <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion, so which makes sense because, although you didn't see the second I one, I never saw Jurassic... I assume... They got off the island and took over the planet. Basically, because yes. Because they're, you know, dinosaurs. Yeah, because we now live in a Jurassic world where there are dinosaurs. Yeah. So, Jurassic World Dominion. So, they're going to be they're gonna be dinosaur hunt- hunters. Dinosaurs. Sows. No, dinosaurs. That's what he says. <laughs> when did this become just like a stereotype of a southern person? Like, there's a velociraptor in the Coca-Cola Museum. <laughs> He went no. to go get some Chick-fil-A. Don't you remember in the first one? And they and they get Oh, wait. Did you finally watch it? In which one? In the in the original one. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Okay. And they're on the little ride. And and they're going through and the little DNA strand starts talking. I think I remember that. And he's like, and there you go, dinosaur blood. And he's like, yeah. he takes it from the mosquito I, and whatnot. Once you explain it, I remember it. Yeah. But it took that because I tried to forget it. So that's why I said it like that. They're going to be dinosaur hunters. Gosh. Times <laughs> change, don't they? Well, as as Kermit the Frog says, time's fun when you're having flies. I say that all the time. Time's fun. I might, I might be Kermit the Frog. Well, that was our news. That was a lot of news. That was almost the whole... That might be the whole episode. I don't know. What well, else, what, I thought... Oh, yeah. Clone Wars. Clone Wars. That's <laughs> I was like, thing. we have we have something, but the screen is facing Jay, so I'm kind of reacting. <laughs> I've got my I've got my <laughs> podcast list up here. He's got, he's got the notes, and I've I got, have a impromptu. I'm adding lib. You are. Lib, lib, lib. You've been doing good. Thank you. Yeah. It's a talent. So, Clone Wars. Honestly, your reaction, though, kind of... To me, anyway, it just kind of explains how I felt about the first two episodes. So if you don't know, uh, Disney Plus has... Let's see, what was the hashtag? Save Clone Wars? Was that it for a while? I don't know. Anyway, Disney has said, yes, okay, nerds, we'll save it. And so they're doing a season seven. The last and final season. We mean it this time. For reals. <laughs> for reals. This is there the- were... For what I what I forgot initially is that there was a first show on Cartoon Network with 2D animation. Yeah, it was stylistically uh, it, it very like, different. It looked like Samurai Jack. Yeah. So I completely forgot about that show until I saw like clips of it in a teaser for the new show. Mm-hmm. And that kind of de-aged me a little bit. Um, <laughs> and then there were... So this is the 2008 show, I think. I can't remember so exactly. I looked it up earlier. We had to research something. I think you're right. And um, so there were five seasons on Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network canceled it like the jerks they are. There was a sixth season on Netflix. There was, was a, a Netflix, Netflix exclusive, exclusive yep. sixth season of Clone Wars. And everyone was like, this is all that we want. You know, we want season six of Clone Wars because season five ends very well. 
but very cliffhangery. Very sudden. Yeah. So season six happens on Netflix, and it doesn't really relate to anything. It just kind of exists in a vacuum. It, it shows you. Um, it actually does a. I, I did enjoy it that it kind of gives you a, a reason why the clones did what they did in the end. Because spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the prequels to Star Wars, um, the clones end up killing the Jedi uh, because of Order sixty six. Order sixty six. And uh, they kill all the Jedi and of course you're like wow these these clones were their friends and here they are killing them and then you find out that there was actually like a uh, implant put into their head that forces them to go against their friends that they have you know that they had <laughs> so the cat's meowing at the door I can again. hear the cat through the door it's hilarious <laughs> he wants to be a part of the show so bad I wonder if this is picking it up, actually. It, it might. Um, so, season six really goes into about Order 66, the, but earlier, because Tuff, it, like, breaks, and everyone's like, what's happening? And, and it only does that for, like, the first four episodes, and then it jumps into something else, and then it jumps into something else. So, it's just kind it's of all over the place. It is. Um, so, season seven... Um, what they're calling the final season, and I'm jokingly saying the final season, we mean it this time. Um, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. We mean it this time. Brings back in, you know, a bunch of characters from earlier on. Um, so we're two episodes in. We've had Anakin, Obi-Wan, Rex, Cody. Fives? Padme. Not fives Not yet. Not fives. I think Fives might be dead. I don't know. And I don't Wolf. know what's going we on. We haven't had Wolf either. We haven't had Wolf. I don't know. It's been a while. I don't know if I ever actually finished season six, to be honest with you. Well, and then we get introduced to this new um, crew. We'll call them crew. Well, and, uh, they call themselves the Bad Batch. The Bad Batch. Which is super cool. I'll be honest with you. Like... I'm on board with them. They're real weird. And they're they're uh, clones that have been altered in some way to make them stronger and more efficient at one specific thing. And so you have the the raging Hulk, and then you have Deadshot, and then you have uh, Donatello from Ninja <laughs> Turtles, who's really good with gadgets. And then you also have kind of uh, whatever feels, the guy's name is from Escape from New York, Snake. <laughs> yeah, Snake. I think it's like Snake Pliskin or something. Yeah, like, he's got a patch. I was. I feel like he kind of feels very Wolverine esque. Wolverine, in the yeah. sense, like he works in a team, but he's not a team player. Yeah. Like he'll work in a small team, but the big team, like he disregards authority. But he's got the long '80s hair with the. With the like sweatband around his head. Yes. <laughs> he is working and it. And half of his face is covered in a tattoo that looks like a skull or something. I don't know. They're a very interesting group of people. But they are um, the bad batch. And I don't know. What do you think about the episode so far? So far, it's been two episodes of plot. Yeah. So, I mean, there have been some really good moments 
in the episodes. There's been a lot of good fighting. Like, fighting scenes. Yeah. Action scenes. But, I don't know. It feels really slow so far. And that's kind of the vibe we got with The Mandalorian. Yeah. But the difference is, The Mandalorian had to do all of its own universe establishing. Right. Clone Wars. We already know. Yeah, we already know all the players. So, I get that you're setting up your narrative, but you don't necessarily have to put in all of this work. You could just be like, oh, hey, these are the things that are happening. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I'm, I'm not even completely sure what their main, what their first mission was. So the first mission, they were on some outer rim planet, probably, and they were just getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And, like, upper management Jedi, I don't really know. The Jedi Council, that's what they're called. Um... <laughs> I've worked in retail before. That hurt a little. Um, the Jedi Council is like, you know, our results keep getting worse and worse and worse and worse. They, the Separatists keep countering us. How do they do that? Yeah, and even Rex points out at one at one time, he's like, they're, even their strategy that they're using, like it's almost mirroring our, ours. Like it's, And it turns out, it is. Yeah, like literally... There's some type of algorithm that has them pinned, I, I guess is the word. I don't know. I can't think of a better word. Well, they're able to predict their every move. With and, like um, 100% accuracy. Yeah. And so they're like, there's got to be something to this. And then there's a signal. They pick up a signal and that signal is coming from... Some planet. I already forgot the name some of Some planet. But specifically, it's coming from Echo. Echo? And hit... <laughs> Good. Uh, echoes echo uh is one of the old uh soldiers which actually we had to look it up he died in like season three or four he was left for dead and he was at the end of season three he was and so you think that he's dead and spoiler alert because we we do not go spoil we're not spoiler free here no we are not but Echo is still alive, and Ish. he's got uh, Darth Maul legs. That's what, yeah, and he's, he's got Darth Maul legs. And he's put into uh, like a chronogenic whatever. A cryo chamber. Cryo, yeah. Like and, those uh, things from Winter Soldier. Yeah. But he's, he's got like all these love. wires connected to him, and they're basically, that's how they're able to figure out their every move, because they're actually using one of the clones. So... Well, and if one of the th- the bits of audio that jumped out at me, or bits of dialogue, um, in, in episode one of season seven, Rex says like these are strategies Echo Echo and I worked on. Mm. It's like you know these are things only he and I had talked about, mm-hmm. and they just know him. Like this has to be him. He has to be alive. And the one of the the conflicts in episode two is like you know if. Rex left Echo for dead in season three, which he he did, obviously. Um, You know, Rex has survivor's guilt for that, I think is the term. Yeah. If nothing else, just guilt in general. Yeah, survivor's guilt. Um, Just thinking about, you know, what could I have done wrong? I should have gone after him. All of those types of things. So he is tunnel vision. Echo's alive. This is Echo. I have to save him. I didn't save him before. I have to save him. Mm Mm-hmm. And it gets to a point where everyone else is like, you got to prepare yourself that it's not him, mm-hmm. that he's not, you know, it's he's not there. And then the end of episode two, 
they open that cryo chamber and Echo with Darth Maul legs falls out. Yes, like, I was ex- I was expecting that bit from a what is it? it was like a vine or something someone wearing Crocs and they just go what are those? <laughs> That's what I was expecting, but that wouldn't have fit the tone of that emotional moment. Yeah. Of, you know, he's been guilty about that for theoretically years at this point. Mhm. And then there he is just literally hitting him in the face. Yeah. But now, I mean, so we're done with episode two. They're still in the room. They still have to fight their way off that planet. So, I mean, something's going to happen in episode three, I think. I hope. (laughs) That's it. End of season. (laughs) Something's going to happen this season. Gosh, you hope so. Well, they've they've, they've teased Ahsoka, so you know she's going to show up at some point. But it is kind of kind of makes you wonder, like, what the um, you know where are they going to go with the season? Because like we we already know what happens next. They're running out of runway, so to speak. They are, yeah. Because even um, even at this point, like we've seen, Anakin has talked to Padme. Padme is clearly pregnant. Like, at this the point, posture. She does. She's got the mannerisms. The the faint, the hands over over her belly, and you know, like she's like we already know like what's what's gonna happen. But what are they gonna do this season? That's gonna have like a sense of. I don't know. It kind of makes me wonder if it's gonna end and be like, okay, now watch episode three <laughs> of Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, I kind of hope so. I feel like that was the kind of the plan all along was just we're gonna make this show initially for the for the samurai jack style show it was we're gonna make this for between shows and then it kind of broke out of the cage and it was no longer contained in that it was like well there's a very rich vein of plot here i would like to see it end with the battle over Coruscant because right that's where how episode three begins. Mm-hmm. Like I would almost like to see almost that scene exactly, and then it just end. That just, would, that would have finality to it because it's like you know what? Where else can we go from here? Nowhere. Yeah, right. If we you really up against you, our ending, if you want to see what's next, you literally have to watch Revenge of the Sith. I think that would be. I really think that's cool. almost how it has to end. Honestly, I hope so. I hope because if it doesn't end like that, you're just gonna have more people like we need more Clone Wars. Clone Wars content is great content. We need it. And if they end it there, I was like, well, sorry, bud. Yeah, (laughs) that's all we got. I don't know. I'm still holding out hope for an Ahsoka movie or an Ahsoka show because I don't really see her playing a huge part in. Because I imagine it's gonna be a short season. I'm thinking like seven episodes max. You don't think any more than that? No. That's, that's I could be wrong. 10. I'm open to being wrong. 10 to 15, that's what I but said. But I don't see her being a huge player in it. And given what has to happen to her character between when she leaves Clone Wars and when she shows up on Rebels, like there's some massive character development there. Mm-hmm. So I recommend the book. Yeah, but I'd rather see it. There's also an audio like, like Just the, the visual of it, I feel like... It's very difficult for me to understand the scope of a Star Wars plot without seeing the, not graphics of it, but like the landscapes and the, de- like actually being able to see the details. Like it's one thing to visualize mm-hmm. and 
in that sense, you know, everyone has an independent encounter because you can read the same thing and visualize it differently. But if you watch the same thing, you watch the same thing. Well, so everyone has a mutual experience. Well, they could they could definitely take that book and make it into a show if they wanted to or a movie. Um, I, I would like to see a show personally, like you like you said, because there's definitely more that you could expand on it. You know. Yeah. It well, and I mean, good. she's canon now. Yeah. Because she was one of the force voices at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Yep, she is legit. So. <laughs> Her and. Canon. Uh, Canon both. You know, we didn't hear Ezra's voice, did we? Because he might not be dead. He's still alive. Rebels season four. Give us Rebels season <laughs> That's what's going to be next. That's going to be next for That's sure. That's going to be next. That's absolutely what's going to be next. Or like, a, um, give us Revan. Yeah. You know, if we're getting High Republic, give us Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that. The rumors of a remaster of KOTOR have kind of fallen through. Oh, yeah? So a true remaster might not be happening. Um, I would love another game in that genre. Mm -hmm. Or not that genre, in that era. Another RPG would make the most sense, um, but... Well, they might do an RPG for this high era. They probably will. That means we're not going to get another Old Republic. Probably not. But, I mean, if it's made like Old Republic... It'd still be really good. It definitely could be. I just was really hopeful for a remaster. Because, I mean, KOTOR came out in what, like 2003? Mm, yeah, I can't remember and exactly. I would love to play it. And I don't know where my original Xbox is. <laughs> Actually, um, but I found out, I texted you uh, this afternoon. I was like, today I learned you can play KOTOR on Android for $10. You can. I didn't know that. <laughs> it, it was actually, it was free for a little while, and back, like, maybe four or five years ago, when I had my iPad, I bought it, I, I downloaded it on there, and played it for a while, and then, of course, my iPad became obsolete, and I had to bury it, but, you know. R.I.P. Yep. The original iPad. But yes, so... Yeah. Uh, so what do you think about uh, the series so far, the season? Eh. Yeah. I think they've introduced the new characters well. Um, I think they have a good dynamic with the established characters. But, I mean, it's the same type of issues I had with uh, Rogue One. I was like, we're kind of sure how this is going to end. Yeah. Like, yeah. We know the characters who are going to live. Right. And we know the characters who are probably going to die. Yeah. So, as good of characters as I think the Bad Batch are, mm-hmm. I have no attachment as much as I want to. I just don't. Because yeah. I don't have faith that they're going to live. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I was thinking about that this episode, actually, while we were watching it. I was like, okay, what terrible thing's going to happen that's yeah. going to cause them to... I think they're... Sniper guy is going to be the one that gets killed first, personally. He's pretty hot-headed. Yeah, I think he's so, the one that goes. Yeah, they're dead shot. What's it? Crosshair. Is that that's, I think that's his actual name, is Crosshair. <laughs> Crosshair. Because, I mean, their names are pretty on the nose. you got Crosshair, the sniper, and Wrecker, the Hulk. And, uh, what is it? Tech. Was that his name? That's his actual name. I think his actual name is Tech. That's what he does. And then the the leader guy, 
I don't know what his name, like Ranger or something. I don't know. But they're, I mean, they're not subtle names, but clones have never had subtle names. Like Fives was because his serial number was all fives. Yeah. And Echo, I imagine, is because he only said things that other people had suggested. <laughs> I don't know. Why would Rex, maybe Rex walked around with little raptor arms. Like, I don't know. <laughs> If if Star Wars is in a galaxy far, far away, do you think they existed before dinosaurs? These are conversations we have to have. I don't know. If Star Wars came to Earth, would there be raptors? Like, could you have raptor lightsaber fights? I don't know. There's always that theory, or the... I think there was... may have been a comic series or a short story where, um, you know, Han Solo has died and Chewie runs away and comes the circus and comes to earth what and sees indiana jones that would mess with me and he gets really upset or something i would have like a really that. hard time with that yeah I, I can't remember where i read that one time i don't know if it was like a fan fiction See, type actually of thing. this isn't i mean this isn't fan this is one of those just like marvel questions now so in civil war um spider-man peter parker references empire strikes back so Star Wars exists Star Wars inside exists of Marvel. Samuel L. Jackson precisely is, and also his tombstone is the quote from Pulp Fiction. So <laughs> was that just he... a nod, or was it just like, a, do all of these characters exist in the same universe? <laughs> like, yeah. is I have so many questions, like continuity errors, and like that's so messed up. So what? So jumping off from Clone Wars. What is the next Star Wars content unannounced that you would want to see? Oh, man. Just spring this on you with no forethought, because I just thought of it. Any content? Yes, for the sake of an easier answer. Okay. <laughs> I I understand the Skywalker saga is done, mm-hmm. and they wrap that up, and it's no more. But at the same time, I would be kind of interested to just see maybe just like a small comic run to see like what Rey ends up doing with her being a Jedi and using the Force and all that. Like, does she start a new Jedi Order? I assume she does. Does she train Finn? Does he become a Jedi too? I would kind of like to see more of what direction is all of that actually going. Just to kind of give a good cap to it. And honestly, like, you wouldn't even have to do a full, like, like honestly, like, maybe five issues just to kind of... Just like a, a predetermined limited run. Yeah. So yeah. you don't overdo it. Right. Just to say, hey, this is what's going to happen. She's going to make a new Jedi Order and, you know, it's going to bring peace to the galaxy and she's... Here's all the future Jedi that are going to come out of it. And then just say, all right, that's the end. I feel like it would give it more of a, a bow on top just to kind yeah, of wrap it up. Yeah, give it an ending and not it just stopping. Yeah, like I, I'm actually going to be able to say, okay, and like put it to rest and like never think about it again. But now that I don't really know, I, I'm, you know, I've thought about it some just to be like, you know, I wonder what she's going to do with that. And maybe they'll just always leave it like that. But I would kind of like to see maybe a limited comic run of that. Yeah, that's what I would like to see. Yeah. I would like to see... And this could be happening right now, because I've seen variant covers of a comic book. There's a new Star Wars Bounty Hunters series. Oh, yeah? And I would like to see... 
I would ideally like to see it in the form of a, of a high-quality game, but I understand that can't happen. Or won't happen. It can happen. Um, just a Boba Fett, how he gets from where he is in Episode 2 mm. to when you're first introduced to him in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Because by that time, I mean, he's kind of a... He's a, he's a cult character initially, but over time he's developed this reputation. And it's like, how does he get from scared kid holding his dad's helmet that may or may not still have a head in it correct i don't believe that was ever answered to one of the most intimidating bounty hunters in the entire galaxy because even though he may not have been as intimidating to us he had a reputation like he he sassed darth vader like you don't do that so that would be that would be my request yeah is just understanding boba fett i'd like to see that too That'd be really good. As far as like maybe content to watch, I I wouldn't mind another season or another show based around Rebels because I'd like to see what happened with Ezra Um, because they definitely left that open at the end of that because you've got Ahsoka and um, Sabine Sabine going to look for him. Going to look for him. Like I would almost like to see maybe a series with just the two of them like searching the galaxy for him. I'm trying to think of a buddy movie that's not a buddy cop movie. (laughs) I can only think of like Lethal Weapon or uh, what are other buddy movies? Turner and Hooch. I was about to say (laughs) Turner and Hooch. Yeah. I don't want to make that comparison though. Neither of them are a dog. (laughs) Like (laughs) Turner and Hooch. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see something like that. That'd be kind of fun, but because I mean, they don't. It doesn't need to be like a for for like a hunt for Ezra. It doesn't need to be a coming of age movie, because they've like Ahsoka and Sabine have both had such incredible character growth up until that point. Like they don't really have a whole lot left to grow in that sense. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of they have a mission. We want to watch them. Maybe not even necessarily achieve the mission. We want to see them try mm-hmm. but at the end of the day who's to say they would be successful i don't know it'd be i don't know it'd be really cool i'd like to see what why because then thrawn might also still be alive too i feel like that's a somehow less likely because i feel like if ezra lives the force is going to have to have played a part i uh, gotcha yeah what if thrawn was force sensitive the entire time and that's what made him such an excellent strategist. Could be. I've he could ma- see I've, things. I've never heard of that theory before. See, see things before they happen. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, he certainly looks like a Sith. Let's be honest. Rude. Just because <laughs> Was he that racist? Blue skin. Just because he's blue. R- what, he has like bright red eyes, doesn't he? Yes. Okay, yeah. Just because he looks like a villain doesn't mean he's a villain. I mean, he is, don't get me wrong, but he's a great villain. But he totally is a villain. He's a great villain. He is a good villain. This has been a lot of fun. This has been a lot of fun. What are we looking at for next episode? I, tease it a little. I'm going to be honest. I can't really tease you for the next episode because I'm not completely sure. But I can tease you. Oh, you know what? I was wanting to do A Quiet Place Part 2. I have no desire to... I don't do... You don't do it at scary all? Scary movies. You don't do it at all? Not even a little bit? Nope. I'm a wuss. Even if it's like a suspense, like really good scary movie? Not really. Okay. I don't do uh, roller coasters. <laughs> I don't do hot sauce. And I don't do scary movies. All for the same... The same reason. Is if I'm not going to enjoy it in the moment, what's the point? So, 
I'm never going to take that away from someone who does enjoy it. I'm not going to say they're bad. Right. I'm just going to say they're not for me. They're not for you. So my well, two thoughts that I would I would bounce off of you and our listeners, they could let us know. Sure. In the in the days to come, um, onward comes out soon. I think Did, it's already out. Actually, I think it comes no, out it, this weekend. There's a sneak preview the last weekend in February. It released. It has a full release March sixth. Oh. So the okay. first weekend in March is its nationwide theatrical release. Gotcha. Um, Disney Pixar, Chris Pratt, Tom Holland, two brothers quest to save their dad. There's magic. It looks like a pretty solid little family movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing that Jay and I had talked about is when the disc copy of the animated version of Superman Red Sun is released, do a book review, movie review, adaptation review, similar to like we did with Hush. Um, so those are the two ideas I have. I'll bounce them off you. We can bounce them off our listeners. Yeah. Um, just see what they want us to do. I like the Red Sun idea. Uh, I do too. Because I do love that book. It's really good. I'd be alright with Onward. That'd be one the f- the fam can go see. So Probably. Yeah. I mean, we don't know. We haven't seen it yet. You haven't heard our review. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> go try to tease this, make people come back if if that is what we do. If if we do it. <laughs> But we would like to hear from you and hear what you have to say if that's something you would like to do. John, how do they reach out to us? How do they uh, let us know what it is they have well, an Jay, interest in? Well, uh, Jay, your cell phone number is... <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Um, they can find us at facebook.com slash they didn't ask us. No punctuation. Um, I don't think caps matters. I don't, um, th- I don't think so. No punctuation, no spaces. Um, I think your br- browser will probably correct you and say... Did you mean did this, you mean idiot? Did you to do that? I mean, it, it depends on if you're using, like, Explorer might call you an idiot. Um, but that's because Explorer looks in mirrors. Uh, that was rude. <laughs> but true. <laughs> they can also reach us at they didn't ask us at gmail.com. Or they could leave us a voice message at our Anchor page. They can. Anchor.fm slash they didn't ask us. Is that that one? That no. is it. I don't know that one as well, so... Those are our three avenues of contact right now. We would love to hear from you. I checked uh, recently. We're over 40 likes on Facebook. I felt very accomplished. Creeping up to 50. Oh my goodness. Which I feel like is a big milestone. Wow. Um, So, I mean, I just want to let... If if you made it this far into this episode, I just want to say I appreciate you. We applaud you. All of you. Thank you. You sat through our rambling. Um, We did. It was a bunch of rambling this week. Sorry about that. But it was it was stuff that's important to us, yeah. you know. Star Wars, DC, theoretically the end of DC and the beginning of a new Star Wars. So, huh? Very symbolic in that sense. Star Wars rebirth and DC death, deceased. That was a thing, actually. That it was, was another a thing. of their big events. Yeah, yeah. They've had so many recently that you you can't really think about them all. How many did they have? I'm losing count. Well. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. We're so glad to have you. Uh, Share us with your friends. Share us with your family. Share us. uh, Your your family can listen. We are clean. That's one thing that we are going to continue to keep doing with this podcast is keep it clean. I showered this morning. uh, Family friendly. Thank you so much. (laughs) After our ad for deodorant in the previous episode. That's right. Um, (laughs) 
And so uh, please uh, share us and uh, like us, and we will see you back. Uh, actually, it'll just be a week this time, uh, so it won't be... Uh, no, no it'll be, be two weeks. It'll be two weeks. Sorry, I'm getting confused. Yeah. Now I'm confused. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, man. I threw... It, it's late. What a day. It's It's past my bedtime. But like I said earlier, it's already tomorrow in Australia. Oh, Where are man. we going? Yeah, we should We're stop. We're off the rails. We, we already wound down the episode. We should stop. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank see you. Again. you. <laughs> Thank you again. Sorry. See ya. <laughs> Until then, nerd out. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of They Didn't Ask Us. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can reach out to us at theydidn'taskus at gmail.com. You can also reach us on our social media. Our newly created Facebook account, facebook.com slash theydidn'taskus. While you're there, uh, feel free to like our posts, follow our page, and share our content with your friends. We'd love to have you. Check back with us in two weeks to hear more ramblings and opinions from your new favorite podcast.